Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. It's back. LUTGRadio.com. LUTGRadioNetwork.com. Um, we're still. I'm still making changes to the website, and we are WKKP Digital Broadcasting, and we're broadcasting live today on air at 89.1 FM. It's all the way to the left on the dial on your radio dial. So if you're in the car, just go ahead and t- twist your arm left. Put your or if you whatever your left button is. Uh, don't hurt yourself. Now when you're in the car driving, don't be touching the radio. Keep your eyes on the road. Don't be running into nobody. All right. <laughs> be like, oh, I, I just want to hear this program. <laughs> no, don't do that. Pull over. If you got to, you know, wait till you come to a stoplight. Put the brake on, you know what I'm saying? Put it in. I don't know if you can put it in park legally while you at a stoplight. You're not supposed to, I guess. But if you're going to touch that radio, I would say put that sucker in park and just let people honk at your butt. Um... <laughs> at a red light. I mean, people ain't going to be moving at a red light, but I would say pull over, you know. I would pull over into a gas station or into a grocery store, park a lot, and change the channels because I'd be wanting to look and see, like, what's this? What's that? Do I want that? I don't know. Do I want that? Anyway. <laughs> so today is Freedom Friday. If you cannot tell, I'm so free. Um, and so, like I said, this is Kathy Brox for LUTGRadio.com. We're doing it. I'm doing the LUTG Radio show. And um, we're going to open up in prayer. And we are going to put on the whole armor of God. And then we're going to see what else God got for me. You know, what God want to say to you through me and whatnot. I just want to say this. Keep your head on tight. Know that Jesus loves you, beloved, 100%. God. <laughs> God loves you. Yes, he do. He loves you. God loves you. Amen. (laughs) So with that being said, God loving us. Father God, I come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Lord God, you are my strength and my hope, my joy. I thank you, Father God, for your peace. I thank you, Lord God for loving us, for loving me, and for loving every listener, for loving this world. You gave us everything. You gave us your son. You gave us salvation. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Your peace, your peace passes surpasses all understanding. I thank you, Lord God, for your peace. Your peace is complete. Your peace is strong. Your peace is love. Your peace is kindness. Your peace is justice. We thank you, Lord God, for your peace. It allows us to wake up in the morning and get nourishment for the house to give you thanks. Good morning. So to that I say, good morning, Jehovah God. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Ghost. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so we're going to put on uh, the whole armor of God. Um, we start off with Luke 24, 45. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to God be the glory. 
Um, while we right before go over to Luke twenty four forty five and why you I'm gonna give you a little interlude while you are uh, going over there. Here's my interlude. I ain't gonna sing. <laughs> Gentlemen, don't accept sickness. Some of y'all keep telling yourself that uh, you 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 should you know things get weaker as you get older. And you just got to take a pill. Hmm? If you take care of yourself, you ain't got to take no pill. So some of y'all think, oh, you know, I'm young, I'll live forever. Or I'm young and I'm going to live as much as I can right now. And when I get old, I'll just be old and feeble. Don't call yourself old and feeble. Some of y'all in your 20s. Some of you are teenagers. You're, not, you're male, but you're not men, grown. You're not grown men, but you you are male. Uh, twenty, we call eighteen legal, but in the Bible, twenty is an age of responsibility. Um, but what I'm saying is, and this is for women too, but men, you are the heads of the house, or you will become the heads of the house. Start speaking life to your body right now. Don't accept that when you, as you get up in age, that you got to get sick or that you got to take a pill because your father took a pill or your father got sick or your mother got sick. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be sick. Don't speak that on yourself. You're like, well, Kathy, what if I mean I'm dealing with it right now? Rebuke it. You're like, well, I got to take all these pills. I ain't telling you not to take the pill. Like I told you before. The doctor is there to give you to tell you what the name of that devil is so you can rebuke it. And so sometimes you, you do need to take some pills to, to heal some things, but you don't need to stay on them for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Like, for example, um, some people, when they cut them, they go through surgery. They may need something to help their body to heal or something so they don't feel their body healing. Because I ain't going to lie to you. When the body is healing... It can hurt a lot. It can hurt a lot. But what I'm saying is, as you're taking those pills, confess your healing. Don't confess the sickness, because oftentimes you'll confess the sickness instead of the healing. And you'll be working against the very pills that you've taken for healing. So if you take an appeal for healing, say, I'm healed. If you're taking something for healing, Say I'm healed. Don't say I'll be on this for the rest of my life. I don't care if the what the, I don't care if the doctor said you're gonna be on this for the rest of your life. Then you call that a challenge. With long life will God satisfy you? Not so you can be on pills, but so that you can be healed and enjoy life. And when you are 80, you should be enjoying life more than you did when you were 20. Why? Because you got more wisdom. Don't speak yourself sick. Speak yourself healthy. And if you're dealing with some pain right now, call yourself. Say, I am healed. I am healed. Speak to yourself. If your body, you, your body will respond to every word you say to it, good or bad. Say something good to your body. Tell it, be made whole. I am healed. Alright? And when your loins get strong, don't go trying to show it to everybody. That's for your spouse. 
right? Keep it neat. Keep it clean. Keep it healthy. And that health comes from your words. Luke 24, 45. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Ephesians chapter 6. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. Amen, amen, amen. I'm healed. 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 That's my interlude. All right, y'all got it. That's right. I'm healed. Laugh about it. Hey, 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 hey. Ha, 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 ha. I'm healed. Don't worry about calling the enemy's name. Uh-uh. Just go. Ha, 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 ha. I'm healed. I'm healed. Ha, 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 ha. Now, the laughter and the joy is for you. Because laughter is good like a medicine. The laughter and the joy is for you. All right? I'm healed. I'm healed. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Amen. I am healed. Ephesians 6, 18 and 19, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. The mystery is I am healed. Verse 24, grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We're moving on to Numbers 6, 24 through 27. Say it with me as you're turning to the page. I'm moving on your phone. I am healed. Dun bum 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 dun dun. I am healed. I am healed. I I am healed. 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 Amen. Here we go. The Lord bless thee. I'm in number 624 through 27. The Lord bless thee. 
The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. I will bless them. Alright, um, go with me to Psalms 91. You know the deal as we're moving along. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Healthy and whole. I am healed. I am healed. Alright, y'all got it? I am healed. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide on the, I'm on Psalms 91, y'all. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. You ain't supposed to have no demon. Don't care if a demon dies. You ain't supposed to have no demons in you. They're going to burn in a lake of fire. What you going to do? Go with them? No, don't go with them. Don't go to hell. We talking about Jesus. If your parents offered you up as a sacrifice as a baby to demons to enter you and to take over your body so they can live and breathe, Rebuke that trash. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're supposed to live your life. You're supposed to be in the right mind. Your right mind. You're supposed to think to you're supposed to think like God, which is thinking about good things, blessed things, not how to hurt people. Not how to rob and steal and kill and cheat. That's all the enemy. Say, I want my mind back. I am healed. That I am healed, that's for your mind. That's for your body. That's for your emotions. Some of y'all be crying and you don't even know why you're crying. Some of y'all laugh inappropriately and you don't know why you're laughing. Those are demon spirits. Those are demon spirits. Don't receive that. Some of you pastors tell people, tell your your spouse and and your 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 flock to receive demons. Don't do that. 
You're like, well, you know, that's the way we survive. Hold on. You trying to use demons to survive against demons that are attacking you. Come again. Say what? You got Jesus. The word is your shield and your buckler. The Lord God will defend you. Don't trust demons for your safety. I they ain't there for that. Those are Trojan horses. You heard? The church belongs to Jesus. Jesus is the church. Don't bring no demons up in his church. You can ask God all about it. You can read about it. But you can't rely on God and Satan at the same time. Jesus is Lord. We're, on Isaiah, we're at Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. It says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waste to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper in every tongue. That's a rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. That's the whole armor of God. That's the whole armor of God. On LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And this is Kathy Brox. Today is Friday. I'm happy. <sighs> I am. I'm happy, 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 happy. I was reading the word today. And um I forgot where which which uh, book it was. Um anyway, I was reading the word this morning. And it was talking about this concubine. This dude okay, so this dude. Um today is Freedom Friday. We talk about anything. So I'm gonna talk to you about what I read. And I was just straight tripping. I'm reading this and I'm like, what? This is like a Western or something. This is just like Western gone wild. This is just straight up like what? Y'all think there's violence on TV. You ain't seen violence. Or I should say revenge and justice. Anyway, so Israel and the Benjamites. Doesn't that sound like that? that, that weird? That's weird, right? Because Benjamin was the brother of Joseph, right? <laughs> And Jacob, they family. <laughs> they family. And so this is like way beyond sibling and family rivalry. This is, this is so crazy. When I think of Benjamins and Joseph, I think of God's chosen people. But the Benjamites, they went off the rail, yo. They went off the rail. So I'm reading this story. I'm reading the Bible this morning. 
Then it says that uh yo, this dude, you know, he went he went up he went up to this other land and just, you know, took him a bunch of concubines. I mean, can you imagine some dude he got like two or three staff with him and he just decide, yo, I think I want that harem of a hundred women women right there. I think I want I think I want all them women right there. Yo, come with me. Can you imagine? That's some straight up crazy, right? I'm just I don't know if that it was a hundred. Is it is it said concubine? So it could have been five, I don't know. But either way, one of them was like, man, I'm up. I'm getting out of here. Now, I'll be honest with you. I liked her attitude because she figured if I got to be under this pimp, I'm, I'm hoeing anyway. He giving me to all his friends and coming in whenever he want to. I ain't got no say for nothing. I might as well leave and go home and do what I want to do. And I got all the say over me. And so she decided I'm going to be free. She just decided within within herself, I am going to be free. I want to be free. What she should have did was said, the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob set me free so that there would be no retribution. Four months later, Dude come knocking on her daddy door. Boom, 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 boom. Where she at? Where she at? <laughs> Pop's like, yo, man. Uh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, she wasn't trying to hide. She 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 went home to her father's house and she played the harlot over there. She was, you know, she went by her own rules. Pop's like, Yo, what up, what up? Well, come on in and have a seat. You know what I'm saying? Let's get some food. Let's get some grub in you. I know that was a long journey and whatnot. Check it out. Won't you go ahead and stay a little bit? Uh, you know, stay there tomorrow. Then you get up and go on your way. He like, all right, all right. Then, you know, Pops did that like a lot, about three or four more times. And <laughs> do like, yo, man, we've been here a minute. I got to go. I got things to do. My hoes are waiting. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting this in my own words. <laughs> I got a business to run. You heard? My my concubines are waiting. I got a business to run. Now, this guy, you know, he, he has the anointing. You know, he, he he's, he's, he's God's chosen people. So, you know, he doing, you know, whatever, right? He, you know, he protected is what I should say. He protected. Now, honestly, I felt like he should have just let her go. And just let her be with her father. That to me, that was my opinion. Apparently, my opinion was not correct. So, oh, I felt like you know she she left. When somebody leave, let them leave. I mean, unless they stole your money when they left. You know, like you know that Nana is that money. That Nana is that go. Well, that's her Nana. Let her live her own life. And so anyway, do come and. And the father's trying to get him to stay, get him to stay, you know, trying to wear him down and whatnot. Um, I think, honestly, I think, <laughs> I know the father was trying to get him to stay, but see, he was in a, he was in a neighborhood that he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? He just knew his wife, his, his wife, his concubine went home to her father's house, but 
He didn't know he was in the hood. I mean, like straight up hood. Like he was in like Sodom and Gomorrah hood. Straight up Sodom and Gomorrah hood. He didn't realize what he was in, which is why I say he should have just let her leave. If she was going to come back, she was going to come back. But check this out. She managed to get from his place all the way to her daddy's house with no harm. Right? With no harm. He come and like, we ain't going to stay no more. We leaving right now. I don't care if it is dark. I don't care what time of day it is. We leaving. I said, we leaving. We leaving. What he should have said, in my opinion, he said, yo, man, why are you trying to keep me here? What's happening? And he probably could have told him, yo, this is a season and a time of all kinds of mischief. You should tarry, you should maybe tarry here until the Lord gives you leave to go. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? But dude was all filled with pride. Like, yo, look, I got my B. We leaving. All right. <laughs> his concubine. And so he take his concubine with his servant and whatnot. And the servant like, yo, it's getting dark. Let's turn in this city right here. He like, no, we're going to Gilbia. We're going over here. Uh, you know, we're going to where, you know, where there's some friendlies. And the, and the servant like, nah, man, we should turn in right here. What about right here? And so the servant kept trying to get him to turn in someplace, right? Why well, was daylight? But this dude it is he way he can get to the what Gilbia where he wanted to be and it was dark. Don't nothing good happen in the dark. And showing up, um, he ain't had no place to turn in. There wasn't nobody on the street to welcome him, right? Except for this one old dude. Now we don't know what kind of lifestyle this old dude lived, except that um when them, these men, we'll call them heathens came to the door, they came to his door because they saw him. He invited them in. Now, had they stayed on the street, they'd have been ravaged straight up, right? But he, he came, he brought he brought them in, he, and they knocked on the door like, yo, we saw that dude come up in here. We want him. Now, they saw the dude. They saw the servant, and they saw the woman. <laughs> and the one they asked for, was I'll call him a king. They asked for him. They asked for the one with the anointing. What did they want to do to him? They wanted to rape him. Some people think that when they rape or when they assault somebody with an anointing on them, that they get that anointing. No, you don't. You don't get their anointing when you assault them. You just assault them. You don't pull any anointing out. Some of y'all think when you put it in, you pull it out, then you pulling out an anointing. Uh, no, you're not playing fish in a barrel there. No, you just putting something vile in them, something vile on them. And so the dude that own the house, he like, no, nah, man, don't do that. You know, let's not, let's not, let's not. <laughs> and, they, and they like nah we want him we want him and I'm like so this is so crazy right and so he like look I got servants here I got his concubine I got my daughter here it sounds like another story right this has happened before in Sodom and Gomorrah and so 
you know, they give them the concubine. They give the these men the concubine, and um, and they basically assault her to no end, to the point of death. They assaulted her so much she died. She she. In the morning, she reached her hands out to the altar of the steps, trying to get in. And it the dude ended up cutting her in twelve pieces and sent her body, her parts throughout the land. As a warning. But he wasn't finished. When he finally made it back home, he went and told his boys, yo, check this out. I went to go get my concubine and I'm on my way back. And I'm, this dude invited me in. But then these dudes, these Benjamites come to him. They want to fill me. They want to fill me up. They want to just like, you know, treat me like I'm a gas can. They want to like light me up. Like what? And they're like, oh. And of course, they involve the Lord. <laughs> Yo, God, what should we do? Like, should we go fight this battle? He's like, Yo, get one of every one of these from one from every tribe. Go get a hundred from this tribe. Go get that was a lot of people. Every house, one a hundred from this house, from this house, they had thousands of people. They went up to battle. At first, they was losing. I kid you not. First, they was losing, and then. They they starting to get weary. And so in, in this weariness, I'm like, okay, they starting to get weary. And then God tells them to go up again. I'm like, okay, well, now this must be, you're going to win this time, but it ain't going to be by your strength. It's going to be by his power. They won. And so it's like God dwindled down the numbers to such a small few. And then they started whipping on these Benjamites and killing them and slaying them. This is why I keep telling people, don't touch what ain't yours. It'll cost you your whole country. It'll cost you everything. These Benjamites got led out into the highway, out of their city, into the highway. And when they turned their back on their city, (laughs) the Israelites went and burned their city to the ground like Sodom and Gomorrah, burned it. Everything burned everything. There was like, I think they saved like, I think it was like 400 virgins or something. Uh, they had determined they weren't going to, you know, give their sons to those women because it was Benjamite. And uh, I guess they had found 400 virgins and, um, the, uh, and the Benjamites, you can't li- a, a city can't grow without women because men can't have babies. I don't care how much you, Put your penis in a man, he'll never have a baby. Can't make one, he ain't got no eggs. And so uh, they went to another place and decided whatever virgin goes into the ceremony to dance, they was going to get them up. They was just going to snatch them up somebody. And snatched up, they did. I just, you know, Kathy, why are you telling us this? Because the Bible has lots of stuff in it. People keep saying that there's, the Bible is boring. The Bible ain't boring. I was like, what the freak is going on here? I'm I'm picking up the Bible looking to see something. Oh, blessed and how Jesus loves us. 
The father loves us so much, he will defend us. <laughs> and he will defend us to the last one. He will, he, will, he will get every enemy that ever came against you. He'll get them all. Some of y'all like, sop them up like bread. No, that's nasty. No. He ain't no, he ain't no cannibal. But since they were worshiping the devil, he gave them back. To, he gave them to the devil. What could those what could those men have done? Repented, went their way, and sinned no more. <laughs> oh my goodness. Repent, go your way, and sin no more. I'm looking at Acts chapter 14, verse 16. It says, who in times past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, scarce restrained they the people that they had not done sacrifice unto them. God provided everything. Everything that's good. If he wanted you to go ahead and sodomize some dude, he'd he'd put that in there. But he didn't. He don't want you sodomizing no dude nor no woman. Definitely not a child. God wants you to be a blessing. And mind your business. Mind your own business. You don't need to be gossiping. You don't need to be getting into other people's business, trying to steal money. Anything you want, you can ask God for it and he'll bless you. And he'll give you more than what you ask for. You're like, well, I want a wife. What kind of wife? Black, white, short, tall, skinny. Write it down and make it plain. Tell God about this person. Tell him about the character of this person. Make sure you say you want you want a saved one. Because he's dealing salvation. On the worships in spirit and in truth. And if you like a particular type of sex, I wouldn't speak injustice to God. If you if you Trying to have anal sex with a woman. I would not tell God that. What you should say is Lord God. Deliver me from the spirit. Of perversion. Of anal sex. I know it ain't good for her. It ain't good for me. But all it puts doo doo in your bloodstream. Y'all some of y'all men be wondering. How come sometimes your brain get foggy. And you don't be thinking right. You got doo doo in your bloodstream. Every time you put your penis in somebody's booty, you drawing back doo-doo in your bloodstream, uncovered and everything. Even if you put a condom on, you're bringing back the spirit of perversion. That's all up in your bloodstream. That's all up in you. They're like, how can a spirit be in your bloodstream? Because sickness comes from a spirit. And when you, when you use your body parts in a way that were not designed, you open up a door to every ungodly thing Every spirit of sickness. You open yourself up. It it only requires one door. 
And then it'll open up the rest. I'm talking to married people and heterosexuals. Now, to ho- to people that proclaim to be homosexuals, you know I ain't lying. You know I'm not lying. Y'all prepare to die. This, which gets on my, oh my goodness. I grew up with a lot of y'all, and y'all, y'all already knew it was not right to do that. But instead of protecting yourselves against the wrong things that you were doing, many of you just went without a cap. Didn't even bother to put a cap on. Had sex in bathrooms and gas stations, putting your penis through a hole. You lucky somebody didn't chop it off. Some of y'all still do that. Crazy. Just. Just crazy. Don't do that. Some of y'all think that I hate homosexuals. I don't hate homosexuals. I hate the spirit that's on you. The same spirit that's on you is on other men that are heterosexual. It's a spirit of perversion. I hate that spirit. Because it kills y'all. That's why I hate it. I don't hate y'all. I love y'all. But I hate that spirit that's on you because it keeps trying to kill you. That's what I hate. I hate the fact that it's killing you and you letting it do it. You letting it kill you. And you got a right to live. I don't hate you. I hate that sickness that's on you. I hate that you let it come near you. You a king. And you let that trash near you. You are a king. You are a king. I don't care how many dresses you put on. You are a king. You are a king. You hear me? You a king. You are a king. You are a king. You have the right to be healthy. You are a king. You have the right to be healthy. You are a king. You have the right to be healthy, king. You are a king. You have the right to be healthy. You are a king. You need to believe that because it's true. It's true. To God be the glory. If y'all don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to. Now is the great time. To receive Christ as Lord and Savior. Because God loves him some you. He loves him some you. Tall, short, skinny, fat, black, white, Asian, Malaysian, Russian, Jewish, Ukrainian. I mean, 200 different countries. Nigerian, Ethiopian. He loves him some you. American. Amen. God loves him some you. Taiwanese, Japanese, Filipino, Spanish, Colombia, Cuban. God loves him some you. 
He called you man, no matter what your country is called and what what you call yourself according to your according to your country. God calls you man. And man, he gave dominion. He made you kings. He made us kings. He says, I'm king of kings and Lord of lords. He talking about us. He talking about us. He calls a man, a male and a female man. As in life. Man means life. Man means life. And we're supposed to breathe and to be of sound mind and sound body to be healthy and blessed. And yes, we're supposed to be rich. Why? Because poverty don't let you buy nothing. Poverty don't let you make nothing. Poverty don't let you be a blessing. You ain't supposed to be poor. You ain't supposed to make people poor. You ain't supposed to hurt people. You're supposed to be blessed to be a blessing. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be filled with the joy of the Lord. You're supposed to be happy with you. When you look in the mirror, you're supposed to say, wow, that's right. I look good today, don't I? Talk to yourself. I look good. Today is a great day. You wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, today is a great day. I don't care what's going on in you. Decide today is a great day. Today is a great day. And I say today is a great day to get saved. Amen. Remember in John 3, 16, it says, and 17, it says, for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. This is an offering of salvation. For anyone who wants deliverance from sin. In the name of Jesus. To be forgiven of all their sins. I mean all of them. Including the lies. Y'all call them white lies. Everything. Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the price for our sins so that we would not have to because we came. Giving us forgiveness and a way back to the Father. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior but want to, repeat this prayer confession after me. Lord Jesus I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart 
I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. You are of sound mind and sound body. Amen. You are not hollow. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. What's next? Learn how to pray. Amen. Book of Matthew chapter 6, starting off with verse 7 through, I want to say uh, 15, 6, 16. Amen. Uh, and uh, tell somebody you got saved. Let me know you got saved. Amen. You can send it to uh, lutgradio at gmail.com. You can, I got to say this. Stop sending me dirty pictures. Some of y'all be sending me all kinds of bad things and you put bad things on my YouTube feed. Don't do that. I don't like that. Don't do that. Stop. I don't look at that kind of stuff. People can go to jail for 15 years for looking at kitty porn. Some of you nonsensical is the only word I'm allowed to use. Send that stuff to people. And they can't, they think it's something decent and they can't get it off their computer. And it looks like they looking at this stuff. And you don't send a virus to their computer. Stop. Stop. And for you to create an entrapment. Saying, well, if they were upright, they wouldn't look at this. I don't know why they looked at it. But I know you should probably stop sending it to them. God leads us not into temptation. My prayer is that anybody that is receiving this trash, that in the name of Jesus, they'll never receive it again. That they won't even want it. Matter of fact, I pray that whatever, whatever, you, whatever person is sending this trash to people, tempting them, that the email will not go through, that the text messages will not go through, that the phone calls will not go through. That these men and these women will be able to live free in Christ Jesus. You are destroying lives trying to make a dollar. <coughs> you destroying lives trying to entrap people. Because you want to accuse them of something. Some of them call it proclivities towards certain things. If you stop presenting it to them and stop calling them that then they won't become that. And neither will you. Because the way you judge them is what you become. Have you ever noticed that people that go around 
trying to entrap people in those things that they themselves have certain types of behavior at home. Why? Because they got that trash before their eyes. You too got to get that trash from before your eyes. I ain't saying don't fight for people. Fight for people. <clears throat> but don't entrap them. If they're doing something wrong, okay. Then you need to go ahead and, if you are a police authority, go ahead and solve that problem. Get the evidence, solve the problem. But if they're not doing it, don't call them that thing. You got to get evidence. And if you really want evidence that will not hurt you, but will will get the truth out, you need to go to Jesus. That's who you go to. You're like, well, Jesus ain't in law enforcement. Yes, Jesus is in law enforcement. I told you that story that I read. Jesus will go and protect a person. He will take down a whole group for one. He will take down a whole city for one. He's done it before. I ain't saying go take down a whole city. That's ain't, that, ain't, that ain't what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you find somebody doing something wrong, I don't care what kind of perversion it is. If they're doing something wrong, they're hurting other people. The first person you need to go to is Jesus. Why? Because you want to make sure your steps are right. Not wrong, but right. So that when you move, you'll be moving in justice and not self-righteousness. All right? You got to do things right so stuff don't blow back on you. Do things right so stuff don't blow back on you. You got to do it right so stuff don't blow back on you. Because it ain't just you. It's you, your family, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your kids, your wife, your spouse, your husband. It ain't just you. It's your neighbor. It's your extended family. When people seek vengeance, they don't often come after you. They come after the ones you love. This is why you got to make sure when you do stuff, you got to do it in Christ Jesus. You got to make sure things are right with God concerning that. If you move without God, you may get some blowback. You don't want to move without God. You don't want that blowback. I don't know who this is for, but this is for somebody. This was not my idea to talk about that. I I try and stay away from that because I don't I don't like it. I don't I don't like no part of it. I I don't I don't even want to have no judgment on it. I ain't even got no opinion, no personal opinion. I'm only giving you the word of God. Alright? So that being said, Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Read your Bible every day. Uh take authority over your body and know. That uh, God is with you always. Remember, he said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. All right. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, digital broadcasting. And we're on FM 89.1 for the nine o'clock hour LUTG radio show. Peace. I'll see y'all later. Amen.